0: podcast. My name is Alburn and today we'll be looking at Siteground versus Bluehost and Siteground versus HostGator. So you've made the shortlist of web hosts and you're looking at Siteground versus Bluehost and others. After you've looked at countless articles and reviews from people who use either one of these web hosts you are now in a bit of a situation thinking to yourself wouldn't it be nice to have a side-by-side comparison of site ground versus bluehost versus cater, for example if i were in your shoes i certainly would love that the truth is that depending on where you are in your journey of finding the best hosting plan for your website business or blog it is very important to consider some key elements. Many people struggle with finding the right hosting partner for their business because they make the final purchase for all the wrong reasons. They may have bought it, for example, because their friends use the same company or it suited their budget at a time. It was an impulse buy because the web host had a sale on. I can assure you that those are not the right reasons for choosing the perfect website host. There are far more must-haves to consider before clicking the buy now button. In this particular podcast, I'm going to spend some time with you looking at what exactly is a web hosting company, why it's important, the steps you need to take to choose the right one for your needs, and everything else in between. So what's website hosting anyway? Well, Every single website needs a place to store the files or pages or images or code that make up the website. And this particular place where it is stored is called a web host. In simple terms, a web host can be seen as someone with a very powerful computer uh, that remains on 24-7 or 24 hours a day, seven days a week, with a special address that people can use to find the files stored on this particular computer. This powerful powerful computer also is known as a server. And as you can tell, it serves up files, images, and pages from an address, which is known as an IP address. The people who maintain the server would need to have the knowledge and experience to host all kinds of websites so that they can ensure that these websites don't have any downtime or is, is always available. I do remember at one point over the last 10 years that I wanted to become a web host. I know that sounds really funny. That focused on helping women in business with their websites. So I purchased a domain name and set up my server with using WHM. You don't have to know what that means, but and soon I realized that it was t- too much of a boring job for me and I even got hacked in the process. So my web hosting career was over in what they call short order so why is a web host company important see anyone can decide that they are on a tight budget and set up their computer as a server giving their audience access to their website the difficulty with this particular way of working is that you'll find that maintaining your computer 24 hours a day seven days a week is not worth the effort and that you're probably better off using a tried and tested method of hosting your website. This brings me to the point of explaining why a web host company is important. You see, you can hire a company who has years of experience hosting websites for less than a happy meal at McDonald's. You can pay them only $3.95 a month, sometimes more and they will keep the website up and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you think that is that is a lot of money, then you must compare this to the hourly national wage of your particular country. At this point, you're probably wondering how on earth can staff at your web host survive on $3.95 a month? Well, they host hundreds or even thousands of websites every month so this is stick, no skin off their particular backs. And just in case you think that they are totally bored watching websites all day, they can be quite busy if you have or oh, sorry if they have hundreds of websites to look after. The key thing to remember though is that websites need to be kept number one secure and there are lots of rules and regulations when it comes to data protection. They are also a lot of hackers who keep them very busy just for fun. So what are the key features of a good web host? I hear you ask. Depending on your website or type of website that you're looking to create, there are some standard features that everyone needs. These features include SSD drive, SSL certificate, 2407 support, cPanel, unlimited business email, 10 gigs of storage, Unlimited bandwidth, CMS expertise, e-commerce capabilities, and free migration. So what's SSD? Well, SSD means solid-state drive. And this is a new kind of drive that was invented in recent years to replace the standard HDD or hard disk drive. When comparing the HDD and the SSD, the standard drive had a lot of moving parts, which greatly reduced the speed of access to files stored on that drive. The SSD, on the other hand, is solid throughout and uses flash technology so that there is no need for it to generate as much heat to access the information. This means that it's quieter than the HDD. The benefit of your website, or the benefit to your website or business, is that people do not need to wait long for your website or web pages to load if they are stored using SSD technology. Next on the list, we have SSL Certificate. Hmm. SSL is an acronym for Secure Socket Layer. As you probably guess, it has to do with website security. So many people now conduct their business online, including giving their personally identifiable information, or PII, which means things like your name, your email address, your um, your actual physical address, your date of birth, credit card details, etc. We live in a world where identity theft is real and can be quite soul-destroying if it happens to you. To you need to keep Data Secure continues to be in high demand and this should be a standard feature on your website. So in the last two days, I visited about 20 to 30 websites that did not have an SSL certificate installed on their website. And I personally found that quite surprising. You see, it's important, of course, if you have an e-commerce store to offer website security. So it's easy to argue that if you don't have a shop, then you don't need it. The truth is, there are cookies, what we call tracking codes, on every website, as well as blog commenting forms, contact us pages, all of these things that require or store your information or you require you to input your information on your website. Then there is a the recent introduction of things like GDPR, which means that by law, you need to take extra care of protecting information for your, of your visitors on your website as well. Okay, enough of SSR. let's move on to 24-7 support. Just in case uh, it is important for you to have a website that's up 24-7, then it will be equally important for you to be able to contact a web hosting company that is available 24/7, 24 days, um, 24 hours a day, 27 days a week. Your website is supposed to be always on, so the staff that is hosting it needs to be always available to handle your query. In the last 10 years, I've experienced hosting with over 20 different web hosting companies. That's a lot. So I can tell you that this is super important, especially if your website goes down. Trust me, I'm not a fussy uh, customer. I just want the best. The most important aspect of support is the ability to contact them using different communication channels, so in other words, things like contacting them by email, by phone, or sometimes people want to contact, contact you by email only, or by chat only, or by phone only, which in my opinion is a little bit ridiculous, especially in this day and age where they have so much in terms of technology. They should actually be offering you four or five different channels or ways that they can they can be contacted. It is, of course, important to open a support ticket, which is super important. But depending on the urgency, you may want to follow up with a chat or email or phone call or or Facebook messenger or some other way, not just a a support ticket or intercom. All right, so let's move on to cPanel. A few people have a love-hate relationship with cPanel. Personally, I love it. Probably because I've been using it for many years. Uh, it's the standard software in most web hosts. And for those who hate cPanel, just bear with me a second. Let me explain something. Once upon a time, not so long ago, I moved to a new hosting company. And I was absolutely lost. I think the name of the company was called IX Web Hosting at the time. And after doing some searching and digging up, I found it and there is a note uh, in Google stating that uh, IX Web Hosting is now migrated or acquired by Site 5. Every time I needed to make a change when I was with that company or create a subdomain or find my files, I had no idea how to find anything. It was such a complicated um, user interface to do anything else in the back end of your website, or should I say, of your host. I am very hands-on, a hands-on person when it comes to hosting. So when I created my first website back in the day, I had to manually install WordPress, including creating the, the database manually. Now we have something called Softaculous, and that does it, boom, 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 all automatically for you. The independence of doing things is what I enjoy totally. So it is really your choice when making a decision around having cPanel or not. But do remember, if you decide that you don't want panel, and you move to a host that doesn't have it and you need to move to a new host that does have it, you're going to be completely lost. I'd say of the 20 or so web hosts I've used in the past, 19 of them, so that's over of them actually had, 95% of them had uh, cPanel as the standard in terms of the back end of your web hosting um, user interface. All right. So one thing to consider when you're looking for a new host. Next on the list is unlimited business email. In my opinion, having your business email is so important if you want to be portrayed as a professional brand, brand. When I say business email, I mean having an email that reads like your name at yourcompanyname.com. I continue to see two glaring mistakes with small businesses. Many companies will have a website, which is fine, but they also have a contact email address of businessname at yahoo.com or businessname at hotmail.com. Oh my goodness. What does that say about your brand? How can anyone take you seriously? Your web host should at the very least provide you with a facility for business email. The second business, uh, second mistake I see a lot of uh, time in the business world is web hosting companies refusing to provide business email as standard. Like what on earth is that about? How could they charge you for hosting and not provide business email as part of the package? That's crazy. The truth is, if you decide to get into business, think of the long-term growth and development of your company. Always have an exit strategy if you plan to sell the business. You can at least sell on the brand, including the business emails. Your brand has value that you build over time, so don't ever take it for granted. Okay, next on the list is the 10 gig storage. The reason why I decided to put a figure when it comes to storage is that, as a business, you'll need to grow. Your audience will demand that you give them the full media experience of texts, images, video, files, audios, transcripts, so you need to be ready for that. I have personally come across cheap web hosting plans that give you one gig of storage. Do me a big favor and run in the other direction because one gig of storage is not sufficient for any business. Some hosting companies would advise, advertise a boatload of features, but when you click on the buy now button, you soon realize that things are very different. The feature that you thought was standard is, in fact, extra cost. So always read the fine print. Unlimited bandwidth. It's so very important to remember that storage and bandwidth are two different things. To help you understand it, storage is like a filing cabinet and bandwidth, on the other hand, is the number of people that are allowed to access the files in that cabinet at the same time. I am yet to come across a hosting company that offers ridiculously low bandwidth. I've seen it range from 10,000 visitors a month to unlimited. So you should check what is being offered before you commit to buying. If you believe that your business will scale quite quickly then go for unlimited. CMS expertise. CMS is the acronym for content management system. In the past two decades there has been a variety of CMS platforms available. Some of these include WordPress, Joomla, and HubSpot to name a few. Whichever one you decide to use, do remember to check that your hosting company has staff members that are experienced in this particular area. The last thing you'd want is for your website to experience issues and the support staff having no idea what they're doing to resolve that issue. You are paying them For their expertise so they should be able to give you a solution in record time (laughs) not too long ago in fact a few days ago i had the experience of um wanting to stage my site i don't know if you guys recognize that it's been updated and it took the hosting company a week a week to help me create the staging site I'm talking about errors upwards, backwards, forwards, upside down, the whole lot. And it took me less than a day to um, do all of the changes that I need and push it to live. Oh, my goodness. So I'm telling you, make sure your company knows what they're doing. E-commerce capabilities. If you think that you may add a shop, to your site in the next, so it takes 24 months, then you will also need to ensure that your website hosting company offers the ability for e-commerce plugins and or hosting. If you don't know yet what platform you'd be using for the shop or even if you decide to use something like Etsy or Shopify, still check to see to what extent your web host can support you. I personally did not um, plan to have a shop of But I I do have experience with um, Shopify, but in the end, I decided to go with WooCommerce because the plugin is free. Who doesn't like free? You can do the same until you are at least getting a good return on your investment, or you can use something like Etsy or Creative Market simply because your customers are already there. Free migration. Who doesn't like free? Okay, free migration is so imperative because it is super easy for your host to migrate a website rather than you spending time messing about with FTP uploads and downloads and database errors and oh my goodness, everything in between. I know I said I'm hands-on, but when it comes to migrating sites, especially one of my sites, site size, no messing. I leave it to the experts. It would take a lot of time and headache for you to migrate your own website compared to a seasoned professional doing it for free in 24 hours or less. It would make more sense for you to spend the time adding value to the lives of your customers and prospects rather than faffing about with website migration. So take my advice, leave it to the professionals and spend time doing what you do best. <laughs> All right, here comes. So, next on the list is a sideground versus bluehost versus hose skater features in a lovely comparison chart. One I decided for the convenience of my listeners as well as my readers to put a side by side by side comparison. So, you're looking at ground versus bluehost and ground versus hose skater um i'm just wondering how this will work on a podcast but uh basically they're all the same in i have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen 14 features listed and they are support ssl the hard drive ssd hard drive um, supports e-commerce uh, migration my website migration, uh, WordPress expertise, business email. um, I have bloggers choice, uh, site staging. So that's another thing I probably didn't include in the list prior, but site staging is so very important. I can mention I did site staging for one of my sites. I absolutely needed it because it's like, think about it. You have like a hundred people visiting your site and you're there trying to fix the theme, faffing about you might as well do it in the back end once it's all completed and you know, push it to live. That's what site staging is all about. I then have the second month pricing, and I also have um, panel and then visitors per month. Okay, so I'll start with SiteGround, and I'll just tell you how the others compare. So SiteGround 24 7 support included as standard, so it's Bluehost and, and HostGator. Saigrung though, have reported um, by a lot of bloggers as, as having uh, what they call a hero support. Their support is really really good. SSL included across all three. Uh, Ten gigabyte SSD. Um, what's the name? is advertised SSD storage. Uh, Bluehost didn't say it was SSD or not, but they do have fifty gigs of storage. So you need to check to see if that's SSD or not. I don't know how you're going to check it. You probably have to contact them. And. HostGator has unmetered storage, meaning there's no limits really and they don't meter it. Um, supports e-commerce, Bluehost and SiteGround supports e-commerce. I'm not sure about HostGator. Um, my, uh, website migration. SiteGround only migrates one website for free. We have to pay for the other two or three if you want. Uh, HostGator offers three free website migrations, and Bluehost does not offer, they want you to do it manually. So if you're moving from an ex, um, uh, an existing host, probably don't look at Bluehost as an option. WordPress expertise, all three of them have that as standard. Business email included as standard across all three um free domain for one year is included with bluehost zero three doesn't give that and that's fine um site staging is available uh with bluehost and uh siteground but not on the basic plan you have to upgrade to another plan to get the site staging the second month pricing for um SiteGround is $10.99 a month. For Bluehost, it's $7.99 a month. And for HostGator, it's $14.99 a month. They all three of them come with cPanel as standard uh, bandwidth. Uh, SiteGround is 10,000 visitors a month. HostGator is 100,000 visits a month. And Bluehost, unfortunately, did not list... What their bandwidth capabilities are. First first month pricing, now this these first month pricing, it depends on if you go for an annual package or not. Bluehost comes in at $2.95 a month, SiteGround at $3.95 a month, and HostGator at $5.95 a month. They may have, um, from time to time, like if it's, you know, end of year or, um, Black Friday or one of those, they might actually have better pricing. But again, mostly if you're going for three-year, two-year, or um, long-term uh, hosting, you get a, a fairly good discount. I personally have done uh, one-year, three-year, two-year. I'm going once a month for now because my site has gotten really bigger, much bigger than it was when I first started. And the hassle that I get, I prefer to stick to a host until I'm 100% happy before I go for long-term um, contracts. So that's the three. I hope that was helpful. Now, before I go, I have three or four more things to um, discuss with you. <laughs> my past experience. I have personally hosted with Bluehost and host Gator in the past. As far as I remember, I got kicked off of Bluehost because my site was getting too big. Um, My experience with HostGator was a lot better when compared to Bluehost. For anyone, like for example yourself, who's listening to this particular podcast, you may find Bluehost more affordable. Uh, It's the cheapest option out of the three. But beware of all the things that you don't get with Bluehost. Their support might be a bit iffy as well. Always take the option for staging your site as well. It's so very important. You have no idea how that is important that is. I'll tell you why. When you have people visiting your website and you need to change your theme or you need to make some sort of major upgrade on your site, you can't do it with people when you have people visiting your site. If you have nobody visiting your site, then obviously you can go ahead and do it. It's brand new. But once you have an established site with people visiting and um, it's ranking in, in Google and you have people coming f- to it from Pinterest or the social media platforms, like lots of people, like over a thousand visitors a month, you need site staging or even 500 visitors a month, you need site staging. I would love to host with SiteGround, I haven't had a chance to do it with them, but the problem with SiteGround is that they're hosting pa- web- web- WordPress hosting packages are too small for my projects I did have a long chat with one of the guys in their sales team, which was super fast, which was amazing for me. Boom, mm, Got through them in no time. And the chat was very, you know, helpful. I had a chat um, with one and one web hosting a few months back, and it was terrible. They were so, like, unhelpful. Totally. Like, if what are you harassing me for? I'm probably, you know, watching a movie or whatever. It was so unhelpful. I even included... A screenshot of my chat with the guy Ivan from Sideground, which is so cool. So do take a look at that if you want to see what this is like. In conclusion, as you can see, not all WordPress hosts are created equal when it comes to the fine print. If you're just starting out on your very first site, many of these features may not be important for you just yet. However, they may be in six months' to our time or 12 months' time. And I can tell you from experience that it is very, very frustrating when standard features are not available. <gasps> Deep breaths. You are probably thinking that you could easily move to new WordPress hosts. Let me tell you a reality for me. <laughs> in the last 12 months, I moved hosts Six times, yes, that is six, and I'm about to move again. The number one reason was because of speed, or, and number two, too much downtime. Oh my goodness! Every single web host promises blazing fast speeds. However, they are not all the same speeds. Not at all. Uh, the most of times I had to go into a, tic- a ticket and said, "My site is dung. This is not happening. People are complaining." Blah blah blah. I mean. What is the point in hiring web hosts when the site is down? (sighs) Sometimes it's a fault of the WordPress team or whatever team or software that you're using on your website. I personally finally upgraded my team to a much faster team. But guess what? The web host is still slow. Why is website speed important? It is very important because it affects your website rankings in the search engines. And it also uh, uh, keeps your website bounce rates low for Google and for Pinterest. Um, So just remember that. You might think, oh, the site isn't really a thing, but it affects so many different things across so many different platforms. All right. That sort of brings us to the announcements for the podcast today remember to subscribe to the Success Unscrambled podcast, where you will be the first to hear what's happening in the entrepreneurial and digital marketing world. Your positive review of our podcast is vital to keep it alive and running for the next 12 to 24 months. So please, please leave a really positive review for us on iTunes or Spotify or one of your favorite podcast players. In case you missed it, do check out um, the last podcast on how to get 9% conversions on your opt-ins. And if you're looking for uh, podcast hosting, check out my review of Libsyn versus Blueberry. Do take advantage of some free traffic for your blog or website from Pinterest using my Pinterest SEO tips. I left a link in the show notes. If you are a startup or small business and you need to hire a virtual assistant, To complete tasks such as social media marketing, blogging, keyword research, or Pinterest account management, then do take a look at the packages I have available. Do you want to pick my brain for 15 minutes? (laughs) Book some time in my calendar. I've left a link in the show notes where I can give you 15 minutes of my time offering you free coaching in blogging, digital marketing, podcasting, and Pinterest account management that's it for today until next time do enjoy the rest of your day